We're hearing about an ailing Ontario man that's stuck in a U.S. hospital because an insurance company can't find a bed for him back home. It's another one of those stories. This time it's it's uh, from the CBC. And uh, basically his wife is saying, you know, he's actually, he has dementia. And now he's she's really worried about him because he's kind of, she can see that he's deteriorating. And he's basically, she said, rotting in this hospital. I keep getting the same message from the insurance provider that when we have a bed, we will get him back. But um, so far, he has been in Toronto or in, uh, sorry, Florida, trying to get back to uh, this area uh, to a hospital bed. And he just can't find one right now. We're hearing that the uh, health minister who we reached out to basically uh, said she sent a letter to the Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association. They want to convene a meeting to discuss the concerns about the disconnect between insurers and the Ontario hospital system. You know, I don't know if you recall this, but Wynne said a while ago, wait a minute, we had beds. There was some sort of miscommunication and uh, there were beds available. And this was related directly to that London man who passed away after returning to um, uh, Canada, I think it was, you know, he he died in our uh, system, but he was waiting for so long to get back into the system from uh, Mexico that he finally succumbed when he got back. And so you want to avoid this. I mean, it's just a horrible tragedy and it shouldn't be happening to Canadians. So what's going wrong? Uh, there is a bit of a disconnect. The Ontario health minister now says there's a bit of a gap and uh, they have a system where people in the medical community can find out if there are beds open in certain hospitals, but private insurers are barred from accessing that database that tracks open beds in provincial hospitals. I guess that's where Wynne said, no, there were beds available. So we're joined now by Joanne, uh, Joan Weir, rather, Director Health and Disability Policy at Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association. Welcome to the show. I guess uh, it's a good thing that the uh, health minister is calling a meeting with you guys. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it does look to be that we have an issue over the last couple of months that has developed, and uh, we are having challenges finding beds for Canadians that are in hospitals uh, outside Canada. Yeah, it's frustrating. It must be frustrating as an insurance provider. I mean, on your end, you're trying to do the right thing and get the person back home. We, just, just to give us a general idea on the process an insurer has to go through to get somebody uh, in an American hospital or in a hospital elsewhere back home to Canada, what, what happens? Yeah, it's a very manual process. So once somebody has an accident or becomes sick, we make sure that they get all the care they need in the hospital at destination. Uh, And then when a physician at that destination says, okay, they're fit to travel, that's when the insurer and their assistance provider uh, jumps in to make that travel happen back home. Uh, The very first call is placed to, you know, a hospital, and we contact the bed allocation department in the hospital. They're responsible for, you know, balancing out the beds, who's coming up out of emergency, who's in the hallway, who's coming out of ICU. So they have a lot on their plate to balance, and it's not always a priority, it seems to us, to bring that Canadian home. Right. And you're hearing, wait, we have no room right now at a lot of hospitals that you call. Uh, Yes, uh, we hear that. We hear that um, there just are no beds available for somebody returning back to Ontario. So then what happens? Do you just move on to the next hospital, next closest? Well, that's exactly right. We don't just place one phone call. We, We then go on to find the next available bed outside that catchment area. And uh, it doesn't seem that once you move out the catchment area that hospitals are very 
happy to bring people home in terms of uh, taking a patient from outside their catchment area. So that seems to be an issue as well. But we keep on trying to find a bed for that person. And if not today, then tomorrow. We start again. Well, it would seem to me to make common sense. I mean, here we are. I think it's common courtesy day. How about a common sense day that insurers would be uh, granted access to this critical Ontario list? And basically it it tells um, it's a database. It's been off limits for uh, insurers, but it tells people in different hospitals how many beds are available in that hospital. It would be a no brainer to get you guys on the list. So you could, you know, just look at it and call the right hospital and make arrangements. Yeah, that would be definitely one solution that we would look for. Uh, that would give us a much more coordinated approach. You know, an, an, a database would be great to be able to research. So we would be all for that. What would be another solution? Well, we think um, really we need the, the leadership of the Ministry of Health and Long-Term Care and the local health integration networks to implement some kind of appropriate response system for bed requests. If it isn't that database, there has to be some other kind of coordinated, um, systematic approach uh, at, at a more provincial level rather than this very manual go to each hospital and ask. Yeah, it could get frustrating as well because in some cases you're talking about a time difference. Yes, that's very true. Yes. And also there's, you know, Bringing somebody back home, it's not just the hospital. It's also the physician has to be available as well to accept the patient. And then there's, you know, booking the air ambulance transfer and all of that. So it's a very complicated process. How sick does someone have to be to get sent home? Well, uh, if they can't be brought back to health at destination, then they are transferred home. And transfer home could be a commercial flight. It doesn't necessarily need to be an, uh, an air ambulance or a, an an air flight. Um, It could be commercial. Could you just, I I mean, this sounds slightly irresponsible, but I'm just going to throw a hypothetical at you here. If someone, my dad gets, you know, critically sick here in Ontario, he's going to be admitted to a hospital because they're going to take him. They're not going to turn him away and say, we don't have anything, go home, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Couldn't you just send somebody home without a bed locked in and say, they're coming to Toronto General, you've got them, sorry. Yes, um, we wouldn't do that as an insurer. We need to make sure that the patient is safe and accepted all the way back. So, um, Is that because of liability on your end? You have to make sure that everything's checked off. That would be one thing. There's also the patient's family to consider. So there's lots of things to consider. Go ahead. Sorry, is this a new problem? Uh, Well, we've been gathering data on that. And from time to time, it has been a problem. It is a problem that happens uh, outside Ontario as well from time to time. But it does appear to be a particular issue right now. And what changed? We're not sure. Uh, maybe it's a flu season, a very bad flu season. We hear that that happened. Uh, but we're not sure what's, what else has changed to make this. So you're going to be meeting with the uh, Minister of Health uh, very soon. Do you know when? I know they've reached out to you guys. Yes, uh, we did have a pre-meeting with some of her staff, um, but we have not got a date yet with the health minister. How quickly do you think this needs to be re- resolved for the sake of, you know, people that are uh, you know, your clients? Well, we're ready to meet. So as soon as the health minister is available, uh, we'd like to start talking and get some resolution to this. Joan, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Cheers. That's Joan Weir. She's the director of the Health and Disability Policy at the Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association. It's a frustrating uh, problem. You, you injure yourself. You get sick. You're down, uh, you're down south. What happens next? 
you, you know, do you languish uh, in a hospital there just waiting for a bed to be available? We're hearing of the fact that people are in hallways in hospitals. You know, uh, there was a terrible uh, picture I think I, I saw like weeks ago. And it was somebody that spent a couple of days, I think, in a bathroom. Like it was supposed to be, it was a private bathroom, but their bed was in there. And I thought that is absolutely appalling. What is going on right now? I want to appeal to the snowbirds right now to call or kids of snowbirds. Are you rethinking your retirement plans? Or are you concerned about your your parents' retirement plans? Because, you know, maybe they've decided to, I know a lot of people are, are skipping Florida and going to places like Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Because they're affordable. Yeah. And you you buy some property or you've got a timeshare and you go down and you spend a little bit of time there. What if you fall ill? I mean, you need to know that even if you're insured, you'll be getting home. But that doesn't seem to be the case. We're looking at yet another case of a man who's stuck in Florida waiting for a bed. And he did everything right. Right. Everything is done correctly.